up, everyone? Mark Lobliner, TigerFitness.com, a gram of protein per pound of body weight. So this has been brought up more because I'm not going to lie, like a lot of non-bodybuilders, a lot of just regular dudes who decided to get in shape and grift on fitness on Twitter are basically saying you can eat as much protein as you want and not get fat, just avoid carbs, blah, 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 satiation, blah, 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 carbs aren't necessary, blah, 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 blah. So let's get into actually how much protein you need. I'm going to base this on many forms of data. Let's go to the International Society of Sport Nutrition is one that I look at. They have a great paper on that um, as to how much protein per pound of body weight is optimal. We're going to round up. We're not going to use specifics like 0 0.8, 0 0.9. We do things in pounds because most of my following is in America rather than in kilos. So we're going to be rounding, right? So when you look at the data, essentially... And you talk about, let's talk about natural lifters first, and then we'll talk about enhanced. Natural being not taking anabolic steroids, enhanced being taking anabolic steroids. Natural lifters, as you look at the data, once you get over a gram per pound of body weight, it kind of the results don't get better. It's not like the more protein you eat, the more you gain. Your body can only use so much protein for that purpose. Then they're like, well, then you don't use the rest of the protein. No, your, your body uses just about everything you put in it. It's just a matter of what it does with it. For example, excess protein will be converted to carbohydrate or to glucose for, uh, via gluconeogenesis. And then the extra carbohydrate that doesn't get utilized gets converted to fat. Okay, um, when, you're, when you're lacking a certain nutrient, for example, fat, your body will turn fat into ketones if your body's lacking both amino acids to use gluconeogenesis and carbohydrate to use as an immediate source of energy. So your body utilizes everything. It's just which will improve your gains, which will give you better results, and which is just overkill. Now, I'm not saying to avoid protein because some uh, deleterious effects on your kidneys. Now, those who consume excess protein, they might notice higher BUN levels in their blood work, blood urine, nitrogen, or creatinine levels, or even the ratio might be off by a little bit. But generally speaking, that's because blood urine, nitrogen, or bun is basically your body processing and excreting all the extra protein you're eating. The RI bar was created for my kids. My kids need a snack to eat during soccer tournaments, and also I wanted a bar for myself to eat pre-workout, post-workout, and also throughout the day. You want your Outright Bars right now. That's why we have a partnership going with The Vitamin Shop to make sure that we're in all 750 plus locations, providing the best price, the best service, the best people to give you the Outright Bar when and where you need it. So again, I'm not a doctor. Consult with your doctor if you do have high BUN levels and you're already in a doctor if you've got them tested most likely. And that's just for some reason just ordered a lab test on your own. But I would say that that's something that your doctor can, um, can, can uh, delve into or can address. But for purposes of this video, excess protein based on all the data we have, um, unless you have a pre-existing condition, it's not going to cause your kidneys to fail. With that being said, you know, you look at the benefits and non-benefits of protein and you look at one of the reasons people say to consume extra protein is due to an anorectic effect, meaning it blunts your appetite. When the anorectic effect of protein is not nearly as high as some claim it is, it's actually is there, but it's not really that crazy. Like it's not that big of a difference. In fact, the most satiating thing I can find in the data and the literature 
um, is the potato. Potatoes are, white potatoes are extremely satiating. Okay, they curb your hunger as good or better than most anything else. So that goes out the window. So I'd much rather see people, if you're looking for an appetite suppressing effect with health benefits, go with vegetables, cruciferous vegetables, go with broccoli, go with um, cauliflower, go with things like that, because that'll also give you the fiber. And fiber is indicated in pretty much all research that up to a point, obviously, the more fiber you eat, the less chances you have of dying. Your morbidity risk goes down. So if I'm going to see somebody, oh, my appetite's through the roof, obviously eating Skittles and nerds are not the way to um, give your body carbohydrate. But if you're looking to curb your appetite, a very low caloric, very healthy way to do that is to add more vegetables, of course, not fried or cooked in butter or covered in cheese. That would be a way to really um, alleviate some of your hunger pangs or symptoms of hunger and when you're dieting. So let's go into, well, let's stick to naturals. So generally speaking, naturals, you know, regardless of where you are, if you're in a bulking phase, realize that carbohydrate and fat are both protein sparing, meaning that your body will utilize the carbohydrate for energy before converting the protein to energy via gluconeogenesis. And fat obviously is used in hormone body processes. I'm not a super high fat guy, but I want to give you a good amount. I like 0.3 to 0.5 grams per kilo per, per pound of body weight. So if you weigh 200 pounds, that's around, let's say 70 to 100 grams of fat in your diet per day. And that's your baseline. The carbohydrates you can adjust because your body doesn't technically need carbohydrates, but we like them for energy. We like them for the health benefits included in carbohydrate food, like vegetables and fruits and honey and things like that. And of course the outright bar, which we'll talk about this later. There's an ingredient in here I want to talk about. Um, so, so that's kind of that. I don't see a reason. Um, the, the, the studies done by Helms showed that when in deep contest prep, when getting ready for a show, that one can benefit with protein as high as 1.5 grams per pound of body weight. So the leaner you get, the higher your protein can go because you have to drop your carbohydrate normally to absurdly low levels to get into that level of body fat. Um, I'm guessing 99.9997% of you are not trying to get to that condition. You just want your abs to show so you can go to the beach or maybe look a little better for a high school reunion um, or a trade show or wherever you're going. So that's what this video is for. This is not geared towards contest prep, although you just heard it from me. If you're contest prepping, go higher. So what if you're enhanced? Now, this is something that I've differed with a lot of people on, in my opinion, for years. And I've been slammed for it. I've been blasted. But I, I think data is actually backing me up now. So when you're on steroids, when you're taking anabolic steroids, your efficiency of converting protein to where it needs to go, your efficiency of utilizing protein for muscle growth goes up. So I'm sending out a newsletter multiple times a week or even every day. It's going to have deals. It's going to have articles. It's going to have exclusive stuff from me. The algorithm has not been good to me on YouTube, on Instagram. I don't know why. Maybe it's something I said. But anyway, go to marklobo.com. It pops up. Put your email in there. That's all you have to do. You get all that stuff for free. So does that mean that if I take in three grams per pound of body weight, four grams, five grams, that my body mass and my lean mass can incrementally go up? No. Again, like even with steroids, your body can only process so much. And if you're on steroids, and especially if you're bulking, you're eating so many calories that it's really not 
necessary to go higher than a gram. Now, I will say if you're on steroids and you're just kind of looking for just to be have some insurance, anywhere between 1 and 1.5 grams of protein per pound of body weight might benefit you. Right? I'm not saying you need to be at 1. I'm saying that I've trained thousands of people through my coaching marklobliner.com. I owned a I owned a, a sub sub company of Cyvation called Team Cyvation where we coach concurrently 10,000 plus athletes. I mean, so we've had a lot of experience in reading what happens to people. We've had some people on a gram and a half of protein per pound of body weight and some on one. And honestly, I've seen people happier and healthier with more carbohydrate in their diet. So when you're dieting, and I know I'm kind of getting off, off a tangent here, when you're dieting, I always say, and I believe other people have said, I believe even Lane Norton has said it, you want to keep your cardio as low as possible and your carbs as high as possible for as long as possible. Generally speaking, carbs make people happy. Um, they're, they're just awesome. They're delicious. And it's direct energy to your brain. Your brain prefers glucose as an energy source, no matter what those keto guys tell you. Yeah, fat might be good. I love ketones for brain health. I love them. But you can get that through taking exogenous ketones, through BHBs. You don't necessarily need, or even MCTs will have some benefit. You don't necessarily need to deprive yourself of carbohydrate. And as someone who really loves training and loves the effect, feeling training. I love having pumps. I love having all that. And I can still get pumps from ketogenic. I've done it, but they just suck and they wear off fast. I like having a pump just, uh, you know, just going for a walk with my dogs. I like my legs to swell up. I love it because I love this game. I love what I do. So not necessarily you guys are in the shape that you're, you're going to get pumped walking your dogs, but I'm just saying that carbohydrate are awesome. And if you can have them in your diet, they're also very healthy for you. All those people that say your body's not meant to eat carbohydrate. No, your body's meant to survive. So if you're foraging and hunting back in caveman days, you see some berries that aren't going to kill you. You're going to eat those because they're going to give you energy and you ate them before they gave you energy. You're going to go back to those berries and you eat them. And now we're just very convenienced and people do overeat carbohydrate, but people do overeat fat. You look how many calories in a ribeye. So what I'm saying here is it's not necessarily the amount of protein you take in. The big determinant of what happens is your calorie intake your total calories. Now, different people assimilate things differently. I'm not saying that, but like I always say, one thing that works for most people, 99% of people, aside from hiring a coach, but let's say you want to do it on your own, you're balling on a budget. That's good. That's fine. I've balled on a budget. I ball on a budget now. I shop at Walmart. Okay. I shop at Walmart. Anyway, so set your protein to a gram of protein per pound of body weight and go a little higher. If you're 200 pounds, make that protein to 210. Or what you could do is just count the protein from direct protein sources. I like to use something called the diabetic exchange. Um, when I do my dieting, I have it in a bunch of books I've written. You can probably go to my description in YouTube and see a bunch of them. I list out a lot of books I wrote. But the diabetic exchange is just counting protein sources. So there is protein in things like beans and rice. They're not complete, but it's still protein. So let's say you're only counting the protein you take in from whey and chicken breast and steak and things like that you'll easily get an extra 10 to 20 grams just from the carbohydrate sources you're getting in. Or if you're eating peanut butter, you're not counting that. That gives you an extra eight or nine grams per, uh, per two tablespoons. So, I mean, you're looking at a situation where you can easily go over. So let's say if you need 200 grams of protein. Well, to, so let's put it to you this way. Um, six ounce chicken breast is 40, about 40, 42 grams of protein. So for 240 grams of protein, you only need four chicken breasts. Pretty crazy, right? Pretty crazy. So, Look at it that way. It's not that hard to get in that protein. 
So, but you don't need to, to stress yourself on getting in all these proteins, drinking these hundred gram shakes. For most of you guys who weigh 150, that's well over 50% of your necessary protein intake, 70% protein intake for the day or whatever it is. Not going to do math on the fly. I suck at math. That's why I hired a CFO. So, so what I'm saying is we, we put too much stress on protein. And I'm not saying it's going to kill you or hurt you, but I'm saying that there's better ways to do it that will give you probably better results. So for enhanced people, back to that, you're using, your body's able to utilize better protein. So you're able to take in less and get the same results. However, I will just err on the side of safety, whether you're enhanced or natural. And I can make an argument that natural athletes need more protein, uh, but I'm not going to do that. Let's just keep it simple. The ISSN recommends a gram of protein per pound of body weight per day. Those are the smartest people I know. And that's based on extrapolating data, a meta-analysis of a ton of different studies and bring it all in one with no bias. These guys have no reason to say a gram versus 0.8 um, per gram, right? So what I recommend is one gram and one and a half is like fucking high. Like that's a lot of fucking protein. You don't necessarily need it. So again, the reason I'm doing this video is I see a lot of people just eat protein. If you're hungry, just eat protein. Like just eat more protein. Just eat more protein. Just eat more protein. Avoid veggies. Actually, it's the opposite. Veggies have been shown, again, in, in pretty much every study they're put in to decrease your chest morbidity. That means you have less chance of dying every second of every day. That's a good thing. Okay, fiber is good. Um, but protein is satiating. I have found that I'm more satiated by different types of carbohydrate than I am by protein. So a lot of people react differently. However, they do have a point. If you're eating dry ass chicken breast as your only ma macronutrient source, you're not going to want to eat much. So you're naturally going to eat less. You're going to lose weight. However, if you're measuring your macros and you're, you're, you're accounting for every calorie, then yes, you can get by as long as the calories are equal with a balanced diet of adequate protein, carbon, fat. Again, 0.3 to 0.5 grams per pound of for pound of body weight of fat, one to 1.25 to 1.5 grams of protein, and then of course fill in the rest of your caloric needs with with carbohydrate. And then what you do is you decrease that carbohydrate every time you hit a sticking point in your diet. Or if you're bulking, you do the opposite. You increase your carbohydrate. So it's not that hard, guys. Anyway, um, one ingredient that has been shown. I'm just going to put this up because it's pertinent. And I use it in a couple of my products and you might want to look into it. It's called Velocitol and it actually eight hours after you eat it. So we put a full dose in outright breakfast bars. So this is my, this is one of my favorite is mochaccino white chocolate. So you eat one of these and it doubles the power of your protein, your MPS. Um, it doubles that for eight hours after you eat it, which is pretty absolute, pretty actually it's insane. It's insane. So we have it in this. We also put in our intra workout slash fasting form the hydroglyph. So hydroglyph contains essential amino acids and branched amino acids. So what Velocitol does is it attenuates or it, it potentiates the, um, the effect of the amino acids that we're giving you in that formula for use during training or fasting or sipping throughout the day. That's what I usually do. So I get plenty of Velocitol, but again, you want to take a full dose. And I believe that's two grams. I have it in here. <laughs> I believe it's two grams of Velocitol, which is the full dose we have in both hydroglyph and in outright bar, um, the mochaccino breakfast variety. But if you get more than that, nothing bad's going to happen. But the effective study doses is what I just said. But anyway, guys, let me know your thoughts. Um, it's a fun video to make. I get this question all the time. And if you have any questions, um, list them in the comment section, or you can DM me on Instagram at Mark Lobliner. If you have a video question that you want me to answer, 
feel free to DM me and I'll do my best to get to it. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. I'm Mark Lobliner. Please do all your shopping at tigerfitness.com. We do our best to earn your business and we really appreciate you. Thank you so much. That's not a game. I used to have to go through dozens of bottles of vitamins, of supplements, just to get what I need. Look, I'm busy. I'm running multiple businesses. I'm coaching. I'm a professional bodybuilder getting ready for my first pro show. I don't have time to sit there and do all that. I got to go. I'm on the go all the time. That is why I created MTS Nutrition Immortal. Here's how they look. This All it takes, this replaces dozens of bottles of supplements. So let me tell you exactly what this has. It has probiotics, greens, liver detox, joint support, cardiovascular support, and the most complete multivitamin, multi-mineral supplement ever created. If you have a busy life or you simply want more time to do the things you love and be able to travel by just taking one simple little pack with you, Immortals for you.